Recorded live. Good morning, everyone. Can you hear me? I am sorry, I had you in interactive mode. Let me do that again. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. We'll give it a, another minute for people who are joining or less. Um, Mary, is that you? Okay. All right. Um, others will probably still be joining here. Um, you're in interactive mode, so uh, this is Philip. Good morning. I am morning, doing Philip. this. Good morning. I'm doing this at the last minute, uh, so. It's okay. Um, I'm going to be reading a couple of prayers today from the Sacred Flame book. Uh, a number of the prayers in the book, are, if, you, if you've noticed, they are from a book called The Sacred Flame. And uh, Jennifer, who uh, I don't know whether she's gotten into the Violet Flame yet or not. Um, I'm not recalling, but uh, that's one of the Sacred Flames. So She's recommended the book, yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to be reading two two prayers from the Sacred Flame book. Uh, there are others, like Prayer for My Awakening is from that Sacred Flame, but these are not in your the particular, uh, your, your three books from Jennifer, but I like these prayers. So the one is a prayer for surrender, and then the next one is a prayer for miracles. So, Beloved Father, Mother God, I'm sorry about the echo. Are you guys hearing an echo? No. Okay. I'll just assume it's just me. Beloved Father, Mother God, into thy hands I commend my being. Use my love, yeah. my thoughts, my life in selfless service to thee. Release from me all that hinders the fulfillment of my holy purposes and ascension. Teach me to be kind in the ways of the brotherhood of light and sisterhood. Direct and establish my life stream in ways that daily, hourly, my true identity in God manifests. Beloved God, presence I am, eternal Father, Mother God. May the covenant I make with thee be totally fulfilled. May I live my life to feel your love and see your light. May your will manifest on earth as it is in heaven. Into thy hands I surrender my being, that through me God be glorified in all things. And so be it, beloved I am. Now for the prayer for miracles. In the name of the light of God that never fails, I accept a healing miracle in my life this day. I claim a miracle in every level of my being. I claim a miracle of love for my full resurrection. Beloved Father, Mother God, place forth your miracle of light now. Infuse your miracle of light on earth now. I call for an ascended master healing miracle. In my heart, my chakras, and my DNA, place forth the miracle of light of the seven rays. Place forth the miracle of light of the Holy Spirit. Everywhere in my being where healing is needed, I declare that I am a miracle of God this day. I am a miracle in action made manifest. I am a blazing miracle light from the great central sun. Resurrect me back to my true identity, God. Blaze the miracles of light through. Beloved I am. Beloved I am. Beloved I am. Now that's supposed to be repeated three times, but I'm going to do that one time. So good morning. Um, we have, uh, people have joined and the routine that you hear us always say is please self-mute. Uh, if you don't have a mute button on your phone, which most of you probably do, it's star six to mute and star seven to unmute. If I mute you because of background noise, raise your hand and, uh, if you need to, would like to talk. Okay. Class is yours.
why don't you begin as usual with introductions? Good morning, this is Carol from Sacramento, California. You are now on mute head. This is Susan from Minnesota. Hi everyone, it's Akash from England. Hi, this is Carol from upstate New York. Good morning, it's Sheila from Louisiana. Good morning, it's Lori from Wilmington. Okay, who would like to begin the sharing? Wow. Uneventful week or people shy this morning? Hi, this is Sheila from Louisiana. Uh, since no one has anything they want to update real quickly, I would like to ask if there's anyone on the call that's been doing the chakra work and some suggestions and tips for doing it. Um, some of the questions in the book I don't seem to have a full understanding of. and just wondering if anybody could share if there's any other sources that you've used for the chakra teachings that you might recommend. Thank you. Hey, Sheila, it's Lori. I have been doing Hi, Lori. Uh, the show. Hi. I have been doing uh, some of the work. I'm up to the point where it's starting the feng shui in the third part, and um, I've just been playing a little with the feng shui in my house, as Jennifer had talked about a little bit on one of her calls, and I've been having fun with that. Um, one of the books, that I came across um, that I that I found really helpful when I was doing my own work was it's called um, Chakra Yoga. It's balancing energy for physical, spiritual, and mental well-being. So it actually pairs up different physical movements you can do for each of the chakras. And it goes into a little further explanation of the energy centers themselves. And even at the back of the book, it has, you know, 10-minute asana flows for each energy, like each chakra, or you can do one that incorporates them all. And that's what my, when I was doing regularly my morning yoga practice turned into, and I found that I felt really balanced afterwards. Um, and they're simple poses. They they offer poses that can be done by all levels. But I especially liked um, the questions that they had in the um, chapters. For example, <clears throat> the second chakra, the questions were um, that you find in the chapter are, do I have difficulty sustaining a relationship? Am I compulsive? Do I suffer from an overabundance or a lack of desire? Do I make resolutions, for example, to quit smoking without the power to carry them out? 
do I become addicted easily? And um, it's it's really a really nice um, hook. Thank you. How about Reiki? Anyone have any experience with that? No. Well, it's interesting that this class has opened up a whole new avenue um, for me to look at things that I've never even known before or experienced before, such as the chakras, the crystals, the Reiki, those kind of things. I've always been into the meditation, but I've never gotten into the other things. I just don't know them, so I'm real eager to learn about those things. Um, And one of the other calls had mentioned that they may go into more of that in Master for Living Year 2. Um, so I'm real interested to learn. So thank you all for sharing those with me. It's something that I, I am very fundamental trying to learn right now. Thank you so much. Hey Sheila, what chakra are you working on, and what have you, what have your ahas been? Like, what, what questions have you liked in particular, or where are you in the workbook with it? I'd love to hear. Well, I'm actually working on the second one, and um, I kind of briefly shared on the Facebook group that I had had a huge breakthrough, but it, it's really come from doing. Um, just some daily affirmations, some daily um, willingness, um, just doing the daily prayer for awakening and for protection. And I've gotten to where I'm writing that stuff. Some of the Patricia uh, Robles Coda prayers, I've gotten to where I'm writing them. They seem, Writing things seem to be a little bit more effective to me, and I like to write and say things as opposed to just reading them. And um, the prayer that came through for me after a couple of weeks of just doing daily writings was the one that Jennifer had on her espresso log, um, the labeling. And it was a huge breakthrough for me. It was the one that I had kind of been working on from the very beginning, which kind of led me to this class to begin with. And it was around relationships and um, being in a long-term one that just doesn't feel like I'm going to wind up getting married, which is what my end outcome wanted to be. But what happened to me, and I have shared with Jennifer, it really was miraculous, in that I usually call the daily prayer line in the mornings before I get out of the bed, um, kind of partner up to start my day. And I had called the one that was on labeling and releasing what binds you and releasing the spells around that. And I kind of shared with Jennifer and my prayer partner that when I started listening to the labeling prayer, I just had this emotion that just kind of had flooded over me, and I just started crying, and I didn't know why. And then suddenly I heard this voice, and it really was so loud that it felt like someone was literally just standing beside me. That I, It was so loud I had to get up out of the bed. And it said, you know, something like, wife is a label, isn't it? And I, it was so true for me because it happens to be the one that triggers me the most because I'm not. And I heard, do you really want to be just a wife because you've been that before? Is that truly what you want in this moment? And I'd never had an experience like that before. It was very powerful for me. And I just got up. I was crying through the emotions and um, just started making a list because, you know, that's what I do. I'm a list person. So I just started working through the process and making my list as to what is this I'm feeling and why am I feeling this? And I kind of got real angry about it and then just kept going saying, okay, what else? You know, what else do you want? We're getting it all out on the table. And it really was an interesting experience for me in that it took it took quite a few hours, but I went through the point of writing down all the hurt that I was feeling, everything that was coming up, and it really was like a pity party fest. I just wrote it down. And then I went from the experience of writing it down, just feeling sorry, feeling what is this I'm feeling, and then I went through the process of, okay, what is this trying to show me? And then from there, I went through the next step of just doing like the whole po'ono, um, you know, praying the I'm sorry's and forgive me and the forgiveness part of it. And again, I'm writing all this, just one, one sentence, whatever. 
Um, I'm feeling this. I'm sorry for this. And I went from that process of feeling all that hurt to going through the forgiveness and saying I'm sorry down to the end of the process, which was thank you. Thank you for doing this to me so I could have the triggers. Thank you for holding yourself to the contract that we made to do for each other when we came here. And it really was a huge um, difference and a shift in me to go from the hurt all the way down through the thank you and realizing exactly what the relationship was for. And it was exactly for to feel that hurt, to make the triggers come up so that I could heal it. And it just was a whole miraculous process, something I had never experienced before. Anybody else got any kind of comments? I just want to say, wow, thank you for sharing that. That I'm, I am like, I'm feeling your happiness, and I think that it's amazing that you sat down and went through the process and got all the way through to where you you got. Um, I've been doing the uh, deep desire of the heart, not the deep desire, the, uh, or is it? I don't remember which one it is, but it's, I've been doing a prayer toward releasing um, my blocks each day toward both relationship and prosperity. And during the past, 40, and I've just been diligent about it, and during the past 48 hours with them bubbling up at different times, whether it's I'm laying in bed about to get up, I'm going to sleep, I'm in the middle of a massage, I'm like all of a sudden I'll have this memory of a man I was in love with at one point in my life or a relationship. And what I've been doing is just offering it over to the altar and saying send love and light to him and whoever he's with. I offer it up. Um, I forgive. And I've been just, that it came to me just, kind of this little voice saying, instead of just living in the memories, offer them up now, offer them up now, offer them up now. And I feel like without doing the the prayer each day toward releasing the block, that's what made that come up so that I could release. So for me, I've just, I've started the third chakra, but I've I've been continuing to just release the blocks I've had in my my second chakra and just you know and some days I get I get to this point of nothing showing up and then I have to go well it did show up it's just not showing up on your time frame and your expectations so I'm getting to see that even that's been a block the okay I've done it now where's my reward or okay um this was offered to me. However, it's six days later and nothing's happened. So I'm having lessons around that right now too and even offering that up and letting go of that's another block, Lori. There it is. You're putting a time limit on it. You have a stopwatch. So um, for me, it's, it's just I'm just grateful that I keep doing that prayer every morning uh, bless this situation. It's the short one that's in our book, um, and and I just do it, and I'm just really grateful that I'm working through. And I love Sheila the idea that you wrote it all out and and you got it all out. Um, that's a great reminder. Thank you for sharing all of that. Well, and I honestly feel it's out. Now, since then, I have had um, some daily things that come up because I have continued with the um, affirmations and the prayers that I'm doing every day. And it's like the feeling is not the same. It's like it comes up and you're like, oh, yeah, there was one of them. But the pain and the intenseness is not there like it was before. It's just like, okay, here, you see this? Okay, there it is. Goodbye. Yep, I see you. And I... I don't really have a good way to explain what happened, um, but it did. And I just, it, to me, that single moment was worth everything that I have been working for this entire year. And it made a believer out of me so that I will continue. So thanks for sharing <laughs> yours. I love you. 
<laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> So silence is uh, a beautiful thing, and I can start calling on people. (laughs) I do appreciate what's being shared and the healing that uh, when we allow it to come up, I'm sure we're all experiencing that. Does anyone have any worthiness issues they'd like to talk about? Comparison issues? Anyone could find himself comparing? Susan, your hand's raised. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I uh I guess I'm gonna have to be really honest. I'm listening to all of this wonderful breakthroughs and all the work people are doing. And I got to admit that I'm not doing that. And I don't know why. I am so resistant to it. Um, I've talked with Jennifer about it a little bit. Um, About as far as I got today, this week was to finally make a place where every morning I could sit and do it. Um, But I just am, I think there's a difference between jealousy and envy. I think jealousy is wanting to take it away from somebody, whereas envy is just wishing that you had it too. And I am so envious um, of people who are really, really doing this class and really doing all of the things that, are bringing forth these these and I leave a I leave a call like this and I'm I'm all motivated and everything and then and then nothing happens and I certainly have the time to do it so I'm just admitting that I'm one of the I'm at least one of the people on the call who is um wishing that um I could have the breakthroughs without having to do the work I'm realizing that that's not possible, that the work has to come. That's all. I just... 
Hi, it's Hi. Sheila. Oh, can I say something real quickly? Mm-hmm. I, I have to tell you that I have been in that exact spot this entire time and was beating myself up that nine months into this, and I feel like I really, I've had some breakthroughs, but then I wasn't really doing the work. I was half doing right. it here, half doing it there. And for me, I started looking at the clock, and I know time is an illusion, but I was like, nine months, you paid this yeah. money, what are you doing? And I finally just said, you know what, I'm going to commit to doing something every day. I'm not going to say what it must be, but it must be one thing at least in the way of trying to at least make a progress. And that's where I started. Okay, I'll listen to the daily prayer and partner up every day. And just doing one thing every single day kind of led me to doing others, which helped me to get there. Okay. Just something that worked for me. Because I have to tell you, this whole year, I've just kind of been like, nah, nah, nah. And when I actually committed to it, that like, okay, I'm going to do something, that's when it started opening up for me. It felt like just the willingness to commit and say, all right, I'm doing this, is what actually was the breakthrough. I don't know. But I send prayers and wishes of luck to you. Hi. I, I'm the one who puts the blog up each day, the prayer and so I have, you know, as I'm, as Jennifer sends it to me, and then I I put it up um, and get the prayer email ready, and um, and sometimes I listen to the full thing, and sometimes I don't. Um, I just, you know, listen as long as much as I have to to know that it's all right, and go on to the next step in the process, and. Um, when you said that, I'm thinking, my God, Susan, you have this perfect opportunity to at least once a day, you know, um, listen and and partner up. So um, thank you for that reminder. I keep telling myself that what I'm going to have to do is take the class over. Um, that that okay. even if I started now, I'll never Can catch up. Is still out there? Oh, excellent. Hey, Susan, this is Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi. You know, for me, in in my journey through Masterful Living, I I had to, and, and I, I believe I hear this in everybody else because we're all one, but in my journey, I had to reach the point where enough was enough. And it mm-hmm. it had to I had to get to the point where and and it looks different for every person and then it's just kind of moving from there and and when I got to the point of enough is enough it was that it was one night and I I and I still can do this but I self medicate by watching um a lot of either Netflix, like we're talking maybe five different episodes of something in a row, or and while I'm doing that, I can eat an entire bag of red hot blue corn chips, you know? So or or ice cream, you know? So I remember being, you know, I remember that that was always my go-to, and one. One Monday, and I used to, Monday is the night of, of Jennifer's class for us, right? Mm-hmm. And every time Monday would come around, I would intend to listen to the class. It would get to be about quarter to nine, and I would go, no, I'd rather listen to it in the morning. And, and I'd turn on Netflix, and there would go the five episodes and there would go the carton of Ben and Jerry's or Hagen Dust or bag of chips or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and then I, I kinda stepped back and said, Okay, 
Next week, you'll listen. So I listened. Now, while I listened, I ate an entire bag of chips while I was listening to Jennifer's class live. Mm-hmm. So it slowly progressed from rationalization as to why I couldn't to I remember that moment I was sitting on my couch going, oh, my gosh, I had, you know, I had the chip halfway to my mouth. I'm listening to what Jennifer's saying. I'm, like, thinking in my head, will you just get done with the opening prayer long enough (laughs) because I want to eat this chip. And can this call, can everyone get done sharing so I can go back to my Netflix? And as it started playing out, I went, oh, my gosh, Lori. Um, And I, I saw myself. And I just had to laugh. Like it's and I, thought, I thought, enough is enough. Like, I got to that point, but I had to be doing it. I had to see, really see it. I, it yeah. had to come out. And and I remember just sitting there and going, really? You're really sitting there bitching, hoping that she'll get done with the prayer that's a gift. Yeah. Sooner, so you can keep self-medicating. You're really hoping that this call is going to end sooner, so you can get back to your Netflix. And but it it took me seeing what I was choosing over the tools that were being offered. Okay. And I don't know if. That helped at all? I don't know. Yeah, it did because um, that's one of the things um, that Jennifer and I talked about um, is, you know, when am I going to get to that place where enough is enough? And a lot of it was around stopping smoking, which I've talked about. Um, And But, yeah, you're right. You're right. And, you know, for me, it, it... I I kind of got to this realization of do I want to love my addiction more or do I want to love God and myself more? Mm-hmm. So and it's funny because it comes back to that whole separation and connection thing, which Akash and I talked about. He brought up this morning on our call, but um, and and. Susan, there are times when I still watch three episodes on Netflix and eat chips, but I will tell you, now I'll put them in a bowl and I'll say, okay, you can have them or you can do this, but I'm starting to slowly bring more awareness into it. And, of course, there's an occasional night I'll do my old habits. And then as I'm sharing this, what I'm seeing is, oh, Lori, next time that happens, ask yourself what you're trying to escape from. Okay. So by you asking this and bringing this up, it actually gave me a little piece to look at in the future for myself. So I'm grateful that you shared what you shared. And Thank you. It, it, you're welcome. And just like... You're that part of me. I'm that part of you. So we're all reflections mm-hmm. of each other. Right. One of the things that Jennifer said that I have been um, doing at, around the smoking is that every time I pick up a cigarette, I say to myself, is this the most loving thing that you want to do for yourself today, right now? You know, and and so the the use of cigarettes has gone way down. Um, so that has been really helpful. Uh, I because I think one of the things that I'm doing with um, the self medicating is um, telling myself that I don't love myself enough to stop. And so to ask the question, is this the most loving thing you can do for yourself right now, is 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 helpful. Doesn't get me to open the book and do any work, 
but it, you know, uh, like I say, I think that I'm expecting to be able to do all of this without um, putting any work into it. But you are doing work. work. You are doing work. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking specifically of the opening up the book and doing the lessons and that kind of thing. I feel guilty about not doing it. And again, I think it's a self-sabotage thing, you know, going on with me. Um, but keep working on it. I just felt the need to let you all know that that's what was going on. The workbook will not get you to where you want to go. The willingness to be open, to be guided, will get you there. Okay. And actually, you know, actually, I that is um, that is something that I do all the time. I keep turning over and asking for the guidance you know, so that I know what to do. It's just that I tend to ignore what I hear that I don't particularly want to do. (laughs) I mean, you know, I just, I don't know. Well, you know how you ask yourself when you're having a cigarette, is this Mm -hmm. the most loving choice I can make right now? Perhaps you can apply that to next time you get divine guidance and you're about to do something. You you can ask that question of yourself again. That's a good idea. Yeah, I you know I I do have fairly strong guidance that comes, and um, I think that that's a, a really good idea to apply that same that same. Is this the most loving? You know, what's the most loving thing I can do right now? And it would be. You know, most likely to listen listen to what you're hearing and act on it. And I'm so grateful for the guidance. I mean, I um, to have it is just wonderful. This is Carol from Sacramento. I Hi, I uh, I feel like you're doing the work. I think it takes uh, work and willingness to pick up this phone at this time and dial in and share. That helps all of us. Mm-hmm. Even you know making our appointments with uh, Jennifer. You know, mm-hmm. it takes courage to to talk and and share and and that helps all of us. This has helped me so much today. Our building is having a huge garage sale right now, and um, and this call is so absolutely important to me um, that I left in the middle of it. I mean, you know, I just said, I'm sorry, I need to go. I have a class, <laughs> and came down so that I would be here in time. Um, I think that this class and the Jennifer's class, I mean, this community call and then Jennifer's class is... Um, Boy, for me, it's just priority. It's just not something that I um, am willing to compromise on. Thanks for all the input. I think I'll self-mute now and let somebody else talk. I just wanted to... I just wanted to repeat what I've heard you say through the course of your conversation on how much you do connect. I mean, look at the fact that you you are the one, the conduit that brings our daily prayers to us each day that Jennifer sends to you. You look forward and you make it a priority to join the community calls and to be part of, of the class calls. Every time you go to have a cigarette, you say, is this the most loving choice I can make? And you are aware that you get a huge amount of divine guidance. So 
So what I'm hearing is you are doing the work. And I just wanted to share that. Thanks. Um, I I have one other thing to say that um, I had an experience, and this was years and years and years ago, um, where I was having a I was agoraphobic and couldn't go out of the house, and I was supposed to drive about 40 miles to a therapist. To I was living in a small town in Minnesota at the time. And I got about halfway, and of course we didn't have cell phones or anything back then. I got about halfway and um, realized I wasn't going to be able to go on, but I also couldn't go back. And I I pulled the car over and into some kind of bushes or something. I don't even remember it. Anyway, I, um, at that moment I said, I think I yelled it, um, if there is a God, you've got to show it to me right now because I can't go any further. And my whole car was filled with light. And it was so calm and so peaceful that I calmed down immediately, um, came out of an anxiety attack, and drove on. And um, I have never forgotten that. That, to me, is the proof that I need, you know, that, um, in fact, um, there is, you know, there's a God, there's, you know, watching over me available, um, and all you have to do is ask. Anyway, that's my story. (laughs) I'm going to mute again. Okay. Susan, it's Akash. Uh, I'd just like to share that something that I found very helpful is to make time every day, uh, as far as possible twice a day, to just sit uh, with my eyes closed and just be in the presence of God. Um, And I found that uh, having made that uh, a discipline, um, one of the obvious changes is that I used to have problems um, keeping my flat tidy. And I've noticed that now that I'm doing that consistently, I naturally uh, go about, you know, tidying up the flat and, and live in a, a more ordered environment as if effortlessly. Um, you can do a community call. Because the the time that I'm spending with God just uh, gives me order in my mind. Yeah, they're all clean. Yeah. Go ahead, Akash, uh, if you weren't finished. Um, Mary, I've self-muted you, this background noise, and Linda, you're free. I'm glad your dishes are all clean. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I'm glad they're clean. Yeah. (laughs) Did did you guys hear what I was saying? Yes, I did. Thank you. Okay. I think that's a really good... I do do in the morning um, take the first thing I do is I have a beautiful uh, woods that I look out on and I have a chair by the door and I usually take my coffee and go sit there Um, but I have not gotten to the place where I actually use that as a time to connect and I think that that was a wonderful solution and I'm going to do that. Linda, is your hand raised by accident, or do you want to say something? Oops, sorry. I just threw my phone when I went to pick it up. Okay, so I just wanted to share about the smoking thing. 
um, because that's something that I have a challenge with also. Um, I am not completely smoke-free, but I only smoke once a week when I go to my parents. (laughs) And um, the thing that worked for me was every time I lit up a cigarette, I said to myself, this is the most loving thing I can do for my body. Instead of asking the question, I stated that it was. And another thing that I did that worked for me was writing it down and asking what it was for and when would I be able to give it up uh, or why I could not give it up. And the answer was when you are ready to give it up, you will gently lay it down. Um, And the thing that came to me that I realized um, what the smoking was and um, anything else that I used to separate myself was it made my ego feel special because I have this problem. And that was very surprising to me because I thought, really? But it was the ego's way of keeping me like under its thumb uh, because it was not, it felt like it was unloving because I would shame myself about it and I would um, hide it from other people because I felt that other people would not Um, that they would judge me and I was judging myself. Um, So, uh, like I said, I'm not completely smoke-free because I do smoke when I go to my mother's on Wednesdays. (laughs) But I don't smoke anymore any other time. And um, so, you know, what, what worked for me was congratulating myself for everything that I did right and and confirming for myself that I was loving myself even in the actions that I was doing that felt like I was shaming myself because that way I could realize that I am loved no matter what I am doing. I am loved no matter what I am saying. I am loved no matter what I am being. I am loved no matter what I am not doing. So um, and that's, that's working for me. So I just wanted to share that. Thank you. That was wonderful. You're welcome. It's Akash again. I'd just like to share that um, together with uh, you know, Jennifer's uh, instruction to uh, consistently choose love uh, in what we're doing, thinking, um, holding in our minds, uh, I found it useful as a little mantra to just say over and over again, 
I choose again the teacher of Christ. Uh, I found that mantra really helpful. Uh, a specific example of that I shared with Laurie on uh, our prayer partner call uh, that uh, I was on the phone to uh, a uh, broadband provider when I went to help my mum today. And I was on the call for a whole hour. <laughs> and at the beginning of the call, I was uh, starting to get quite upset because we had to go through some diagnostics, which we'd just done on a previous occasion. But using that mantra in my mind, I could really feel myself offering up the situation and choosing again uh, in the direction of peace. I was going to just share that um, a couple weeks ago on one of our calls, Jennifer had asked the question of um, what are you hoarding and can you find things in your apartment? And because she was talking about, un, you know, unblocking or letting go of blocks to prosperity. And so... In my mind, I was like, I live a pretty simple life. I don't have a lot that I'm holding on to. And the other day, I I was like, okay, just go through, even though you don't think you have anything because you just moved, just go through your clothes. Just, just go through your clothes. And so I went into my closet, and I went in with a question with because a, a friend I had a friend and a client I had talked to recently told me about this really cool book where it was about letting go of things to declutter your life. And um, the question you were supposed to go through your closet with was, does this, does this piece bring me joy? And if the answer was no, you were to let go of it. So I thought, okay, I'm going to do that. I don't have anything. I went through my closet. And I came up with three bags of things to go donate to Goodwill. All of these things were things that I would I would look at and I would think, hmm, I'll wear it someday. But I've been I realized they've gone with me for like three moves, or they've been with me for years, and I that someday has never showed up. So. I did that, and today I am going to go through the closet in my spare room with the same thing because when Jennifer sent out that thing about guilt, um, I had talked to Akash about this a couple weeks ago, but I have a box that I keep moving around with me of gifts that have been given to me by my friends in the past that... I don't want, I don't use, but out of guilt, I keep carrying them with me because I feel guilty if I were to throw them out. And after reading the thing that Jennifer had sent out, I felt like, oh, okay. So now my next one is to go through that. And I've been putting it off and putting it off, and I'm going to do it today. I'm going to go through, and I'm going to go through all of that stuff and use the same question. 
is this bringing me joy? And if it's not, or if I have not used it, or if I'm not going to use it, and I'm and there's guilt attached to it, I'm going to let it go. And that, like, even as I say that, I'm going through this anxiety of, and I'm feeling like the tinges of guilt come up as I'm sharing this. And, uh, but I know it's time. So thank you for letting me share that. Thank you. So we have a few minutes left. Does anyone have any last-minute burning desire to talk or share or prayer request? Hello? It's Elena. I'm not sure if you hear me. Times or times. Yes, can, uh, can you speak up a little bit? Yes, yes, sure. So I just wanted, it's for the first time, and uh, it's, I heard this word, enough is enough, so I've been listening to this community calls for a while, life, and I never dared to speak, and for me it was just important to say hello to everybody, and I'm very happy to be with you, and uh, uh, next time I will, <laughs> I will start talking earlier so that I can do some sharing. Just thank you for, for your sharing. And I am happy to be with you. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Can you repeat? I didn't what? catch your name. <laughs> it's Elena. Liana. Liana. Beautiful. Yeah. Yes. It's from France. Yeah. I. <laughs> I in the beginning I even had a, I I didn't even listen live because I thought I would never dare to speak and. <laughs> Then I started to listen in life, and now, you know, at least at the end of the call, I talked. So for me, it was very important. It's Thank hard. You. That first time is hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> we all look forward to hearing from you. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm back from my vacations, and now I'm back on track. <laughs> yeah, thank you for being there, and thank you for oh. sharing. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. That's it. Mary, I'm unmuting you. Uh, while we, any last-minute prayer requests from anyone before I pray out? All right, everyone, I'm going to put you in lecture mode, which means that uh, basically muting everyone out and while I pray out. So thank you for this, once again, beautiful sharing. And uh, yes, let's, as I pray, I, as Jennifer has taught us, placing my hand on my heart in gratitude for this community, grateful for the space that Jennifer has provided and the space she holds of truth, love is all there is for us and the light that we are opening to. Grateful for the light. Grateful for all the ascended masters and archangels who and angels who are surrounding us. Grateful for Brother Jesus, our elder, brother and master teacher. Grateful for the community that we are in and the sharing that this community allows us to be authentic and to bring all our issues, all our guilt, shame, whatever it is, comparison thoughts, to the light, to be healed. Because in truth, we are all worthy. We all are the Son of God. We have been given everything. And so we open to this truth and we're willing to place all our shame and guilt and worry and fear 
into the altar, or on the altar, to let it go. Because we are worthy of peace. We are worthy of joy. We are worthy of love. We are worthy of abundance. And so we're also willing to share this with everyone because we are one. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you for your authentic sharing. You're unmuted if you want to say goodbye. Thank you, Philip. Bye. Thanks, Philip. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you, Philip. Bye, Bye, everyone. Big hug. Yeah. (laughs) It's really good.